It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 97. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. It's senior day this Saturday when the Golden Gophers host the Wisconsin Badgers, and one of the all-time great seniors, seventh-year senior Chris Altman-Bell, will be trying to help Minnesota beat Wisconsin for a third straight time. Before he does that, he'll join me on this week's Go Gopher Podcast, a return visit for Chris. You'll enjoy our conversation. He's one of our favorites, and he'll be with us here shortly. Our Go Gopher Podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Unions also one of our big sponsors here on the Go Go for Podcast. Life math is complicated, and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash go gophers. They sponsor our player profile segment supporting gopher student athletes, including our visit with Chris Ottman Bell today. As the official grocer of the Gophers, Cub is proud to sponsor the Go Go for Podcast. In a hurry? Don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat produce and everyday essentials delivered to your door. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. We're podcasting episode 97 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time and you can go back and listen to past episodes including last week we had another Gopher football senior Brevin Span Ford of St. Cloud join me for a return visit on our Go Gopher podcast. If you haven't heard it Go back and listen. This episode, we're still talking Golden Gopher football with wide receiver Chris Ottman Bell. We dive into episode 97 next. I'm Clay Geary, walk on, turn scholarship wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utech, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. When we say that Cub Milk is the freshest in town, we mean it. Less than 48 hours from farm to store fresh. We guarantee seven days or more of freshness. It all starts with local dairy farmers who take great care in making sure all the cows are happy and healthy. We support local farm families 365 days a year. And that makes our milk even more delicious. So you always get the freshest milk and the biggest smiles. It's episode 97, the Go Gopher podcast, making a return visit. I think either three or four times now you've been on with us, right? Chris Ottman-Bell, Golden <laughs> Gopher receiver. How you doing? Good, How good. You doing? Last time we uh, we had you on, we were out in Indianapolis for Big Ten Football Media yeah. Day, right? Yeah. Remember that? And then I think uh, a little over a year ago, we were you we were coming off of the injury. And mm-hmm. we, uh, we talked, and it was a great episode. We got great response. People were really captured by by what you were going through and yeah. how you were fighting through it. And 
and I can't believe it. Seven years, and now you're down to your final home game. It's crazy. Crazy, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, there's so much we can talk about. I mean, we could probably do a four-hour show here with all that you've experienced. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's just generally start uh, by just talking about your experience here. Seven years, you came in as a... I mean, this is literal. Like a lot of times you, you hear coaches say, well, I'm going to have a guy come in and uh, we'll, we'll turn him into a man. But pretty much literally with you. No, it actually happened. Right? It actually happened. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a growing adult. <laughs> yeah, actually, man, it's crazy. It's crazy thing uh, actually think about and um, just sit and think about it because I really came in like 7, 18. Um, Coach Fleck and that staff is not really like known me for like 9 to 10 years almost. So um, <laughs> to see me like come in and like in 2017 and now I'm leaving almost 23, 24, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm 24 now. Like I'm, we'll be 25 next year. And I, when I think about that, it's like, man, I'm five years from 30. That's crazy. And I literally came in at 17 and 18. So um, I've, yeah, I, I'm grateful for the opportunities I've had. Um, I got to come in and, and grow as a young man. I learned about life. Um, just how to be accountable for myself, how to just be a young man and hold things down. So um, I'm, I'm grateful. When we had you on last year at this time, I think it was October, I looked, late October, early November last year, uh, you got a little emotional talking about your degree, that yeah. you were able to uh, to do that for your family, your mom especially. Um, so kind of update us on that, because you were, yeah. I think you had one degree at the time, and you're working on some others, yeah, two, no. and I know it's meaningful to you, so yeah. kind of take us through what... Um, so yeah, I, I got my undergrad, and my mom was ecstatic about that as well, just me, I was just graduating college, and then I doubled back and got my master's, because I took my ACL and I had some downtime to do work. So I got my master's and that was that was that's what set her over top. And um it's actually crazy now she said emotional because uh I just did like my senior day video the other on Monday and my my family, both my dads, my stepdad and my real dad, which I don't really call my stepdad, my stepdad and both my fathers sure. out, out yeah. of respect. Um both my fathers sent me a letter and my mom sent me a letter and I read my it's something crazy to me because I read both my dad's letters and like just the love between like that's, you're like a son and his father it's like oh that's my dad I love him like it's cool like I appreciate the letter as soon as my mom's popped up like I just started bawling and like crying it's like a different love like with your mom so um, doing any, anything for my mom man I would do whatever she asked for whatever she wanted me to do I would do without hesitation without questioning because that's like that was like the first love of my life like it's my mom like this is when I look up to this person who can, like nurtured me took care of me so um, when, when I got those degrees from my mom and see her cry and it just brings back so many emotions Every time she cries, like I think about the time she cried when I got dropped off for college, I got my degree, and then when I got these letters uh, for the senior day, so it's like a full circle type of moment. And I'm glad I could make her happy. I'm glad that she's joyful about what I'm, about my college career and everything I accomplished. So yeah, and remind me what your uh, your two degrees are in now. Uh, both in youth studies and a minor in retail merchandise. Yeah, that's what I was remember. I was I knew there was something there with uh, with retail merchandise. So yeah. you're hoping um, we have so much to talk about, but but I want to go down this road first. You're hoping um, that once the season's over, um, and, and I don't know how it'll work if, you know, uh, you'll have the option if you, if you guys make a bowl game to either mm -hmm. take part or start training for mm -hmm. the future. You want, to, you want to still have a crack at the NFL, right? That's your yeah, first 100%. situation, that's, that's, right? That's one of my dreams that I will always, I will fight for and continue to go because I feel like I still have a lot of playing time left. I still, like, I, I feel like I have a lot of proof. I have a lot to prove, and I feel like I can be a very helpful a helpful player for any team that, 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 that decides to take me. Um, I believe in myself. 
myself. I have confidence in myself. And I know if I get the shot, I'll make a stick. So. Yeah. And so th- this season gets done. Let's say you're at the end of December, wherever it is. Um, you'll just start working out. And, yeah. I plan, uh, I plan to go to Miami and train. So And train and then see where it takes you from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been tested even all the way back to high school, right? You yeah. suffered an injury in high school. Yeah. And the Gophers stuck with you through that. You stuck, well, really it was Western Michigan, Yeah, it was right? Western Michigan stuck at first. With you. Yeah. And then uh, P.J. Fleck got the job here and um, the opportunity then presented itself. Take me back to that when P.J. got the job here. What was that phone call like? <laughs> it's actually crazy because, I, okay, I'll tell the story. I've always told it. It's like one of the funniest stories ever. Um, so it was like a week before or maybe the week of uh, signing day. And I remember being in a group chat with all the Western guys and they were hearing things about coach leaving. And I'm, we're all like, like, yeah, like screw coach. Like we're, we're staying here. Like he can leave. But we're, we're all Broncos. Ah, ah. And it's, <laughs> if you look at the group chat just day by day or whoever Coach Flight called, you will see people leaving or you'll see people sending messages. I remember Tanner sending a message and he was like, I'm sorry, boys. Like I'm leaving. And Tanner was one of those guys who said, I'm staying as well. Uh, you see JMS say, I'm sorry, guys, I'm leaving. Or Noah Hickox, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. And ended up being the last guy. And um, he called me and I remember, like I was saying, we were all like, like screw him. Like we're staying at Western, we're Broncos. And as soon as you got the call, everything changes. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he called me. I remember his exact words. He said, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "What's up, coach?" And he's, I, and you're I, a little bitter at this point, or no? You're, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bitter because okay. it's, but like, it's Coach Flex, so yeah. I'm gonna see what he says. Um, and he's like, "Like, listen, man, I'm, I'm taking this job in Minnesota. Uh, I just want you to come and, and come with me, man. Are you ready for some Big Ten ball?" And without hesitation, I said yes. Yeah. Uh, everything that I was saying all before flipped right, there. flipped right there. I didn't. I was. I was not a Bronco then. <laughs> I didn't visit. I didn't do anything. Um, everything is true. That's where I literally didn't visit at all. I just came up uh, and just committed. I committed on site, and that's just what it was. I yeah. believed in myself. Um, I get to play Big Ten football. I get a better education. It's just. It was awesome. And um. I remember that story forever because I remember uh, I got to call in school and I was in history class in Mr. Brown's class. And Mr. Brown's one of those cool history teachers who like, if you're an athlete and you're very good, not to like say that, not to be that athlete or that student, but it's like, if you're one of those athletes, man, like you can do whatever in this yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. So I told him, I, I put my phone out and I showed him that it was Coach Fleck calling me. He said, man, get the hell out of here, man. Like, get, get out of here. Go take the call. So uh, he called me in school and he said, like, we want to bring you. And I went home after my basketball game that night and I told my parents it. And my mom was worried because it was six hours away because Western Michigan was way closer. You know, our moms are. So, um, yeah, man, and that's pretty much how it happened. And then the and rest I, is history. I, I took, like, an official visit, like, the next week after because I had an important basketball game that we had to win. So I took the visit after, and they come up there and visit and actually seen it, but I, I had committed as soon as he called me. So. Yeah, and then here you are. Now, you, you had an injury in high school yeah. where schools backed off, right? Yeah, I had a, uh, I tore my ligament in my thumb, and me being a competitor, I just told him to cast me up. I mean, he played defense then, but they, they didn't let me. So um, I sat out, and I came back. And I was healthy enough to play my last game, which I had like I think I had like three catches for or four catches for three touchdowns, and I played like just corner that whole game because I just wanted to do everything. It's my last football game here because we didn't make the playoffs at all. We kind of were bad that year. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I tore my ligament in my thumb. 
set out the whole season. No, no one called. I was kind of worried about my about everything because it's just like, man, because usually you get all your offers and everything your junior year. Senior year comes, you just ball out and go wherever you want to go. But I had nobody, and I was kind of doubting myself. And, and Illinois told me that certain players were better than me and this and that. And I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? And I got the call from Coach Callahan. And Coach Callahan called, and he said, listen, man, we like you. want to get you down to visit. And then that's when I was going down to Western at that point before we went over. And then um, I actually, I got a, another offer from Central Michigan right after, but they only offered me out of Western Michigan, offered me because they're rivals. You know how that works. So, um, and then they end up switching here. No, that's how it happens. And here you are. And then you got tested like right away, right? You were redshirting. And I'm trying to remember, you had a foot injury. Yeah, right? I had a foot injury. I I literally came in and I tore a ligament in my foot. Uh, I remember I remember to play exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was on Thomas Barber. I had like a like a sniper route. I had to go inside and work the linebacker and work up and kind of like a back shoulder fade on a linebacker. Um, I think I I want to say I caught it. Who knows? Uh, hopefully Thomas is listening to this. Yeah. I think I caught it on you, Thomas. Even. <laughs> and then this plan, you know, football's football injuries happen. Uh, I think he came down on my foot or I landed some weird way and I'm jogging down. You know, we Riverside and go all the way down to the other side. It was one of those green zone days so we had to run all the way down to the other side of the field. And um, my foot just didn't feel right and it was a torn ligament and I had to battle that back. And set out that whole season. And I think I came back like later on, like uh, to be scout team player. Yeah. Later on, later in the season, and then I just had to work it out and get the kinks out by the season of 2018. So yeah, 18 and then 19 was the big year mm-hmm. uh, with the 11 wins, and you were part of that uh, kind of three-headed uh, monster in 19 yeah. with uh, Rashad and with Tyler and mm-hmm. you, and um, you had the big catch in um, Fresno, right? Yeah. That was 2019, right? Well, I gotta uh, get my years straight. Yeah. What do you remember about that? (laughs) Um, So that entire game... uh, (laughs) Playing with, like, Ty and and people like that, man... uh, you kind of like sit back and like, because you expect those guys to get the ball all the time, especially me being like, I'm on the field, I'm going to start it. But like these guys are like the main go-to guys. So that entire game, those guys were playing well, they were doing their thing. And I remember Ty, when it got to that moment of like that of that situation, we were in fourth and 13. Yeah, yeah. We were, in, we were in a timeout. And I remember, okay, this is another crazy story. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I, I just know for a fact like the ball is going to 13 or it's going to Ty, 100%. So... I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I just got to do my job, do whatever, do, whatever, do whatever they tell me to do. I see out of the corner of my eye, I see Coach Fleck looking at me, but he's on the mic. Like, he's, you know how they talk on the headset. Yeah. But he's, like, staring at me. And I'm like, I don't know what that's about. So he runs into the huddle, and he was like, the ball's coming to you. Like, you want, I want you to do a hitch and go and catch it. And everything inside of me just, like, dropped. And it's like, whoa, like, I got to make this play. Here like, we go. Like, yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> so... And literally before, like Ty, Ty, Tyler was like a great big brother. Um, he always told me like, "Hey man, like no matter what, stay ready." And like your time's coming, bro. So I like, just stay ready, like stay patient, stay ready. Because he can kind of see me sometimes, like getting down on myself with me not getting enough touches or just like just confident things. It's like a player, like when you're a confident player and you're like a um, a player who wants to compete. Like you just want to do so much to impact and help your team. So sometimes I just feel like I wasn't. And Ty will always keep me sane and always keep me like level headed. Like like you you like your time's gonna come. So um, as I'm lining up to run this route, I'm like I gotta do a hitch and go. Like I'm <laughs> at this point I, I at this t- point in time too. I'm like well, I don't know. I'm kind of questioning my double moves. I can play ball, but like my double moves is something I don't really know about. So I run the hitch and the hitch and go corner of course sits on it like he just guards me the whole way and now this one I've been made to play and that's kind of one of my biggest traits I've always been like a jump ball guy no matter what just come down with the ball so um and Fleck always 
jokes about me having like a size 12 and a half foot. I'm a size 12, but if I was 12 and a half, then my foot's definitely out of bounds. You just made that joke Tuesday. Literally. Yeah. So um, yeah. it, it's, 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 it was a great moment for me, man, just to help my team out and win in that situation. Then we come in overtime and Tweez picks it off and we go home from yeah. LA feeling great. So yeah. what a moment. Yeah. And, um, oh, uh, John, um, John Legend was at that game, right? Yeah, yeah. for Michael Brown. For Michael Brown, yeah, Steven. it was cool to have that him in the locker room. Cool. As well. I remember that. That was uh, that was that was pretty cool to have a guy like that there. Yeah. Um, all right, so you got that, and then you got the. Um, I remember the big touchdown, Penn State on the little kind of I don't know what you call it, a little bubble yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and then the, the it was awesome, tunnel and all to you. make a play like that in a game like that. Two ranked teams. I think they were four. Were we eight? Yep, that's exactly. They what were it was. four. We were eight. Packed out stadium. There's nothing but NFL stars all over this field, and to make a play like that, it was awesome, man. Yeah. I, like I think all of us, all the receivers scored that day. Uh, we made big plays to win. Tyler balled out. Thirteen balled out. Um, it was just a, a, a great experience, man. To to sit back and and sometimes to see the play like happen in the facility or to see it on like uh, whatever it happens or to see it highlights, man. And that, that's one of my favorite plays of all time because I know who was on that field. I know who I was going against, and it's like. I really made an impact play in such an early game against like a, a top four opponent yeah. in, that, in the Mark world. So. Micah Parsons exactly. played on that field exactly. that day, right? I, I, you ran, you ran, I ran right by him. I got past <laughs> Micah Parsons, so that's all that matters, man. Um, I remember, I think, the go-ahead touchdown with Wisconsin two years ago, right? Another great one. How about yeah. that one? Yeah, it was a great call. Um, I think they were a man, just ran like a little deep over and made the play. I was, I think that was my most exciting touchdown just because, you know, a rivalry game. Um, I think they were ranked two as well, starting to field after that. So the scoring, the moment like that here the stadium light up it was awesome man uh you live for moments like that like um growing up as a kid and, and seeing college football like watching Ohio State and watching all these Notre Dame games and just watching all these fans and stadiums going crazy and the fields being stormed you live for moments like that and I got to experience one field storm two I think two of them yeah yeah just two of at them at least two right yeah it was 21 yeah. and, and, and 19 against 19 Penn, State. Penn State so yeah. it's just, it's just, just experience something like that man Just that's what college football is always about because as a kid you dream of moments like this so yeah. no matter where you go you dream like fields being storm, or you making big time plays, and just fans running up to you for pictures and this and that. Man, it was—I'll uh, never forget any of these. So it was—it was bedlam for sure. And then you think about a couple of the road wins, the 18 win at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just that—that that got the monkey off the back. They had won 14 in a row, and I know with Wisconsin coming this weekend, it's worth talking about. They had won 14 straight. You guys get them in 18, um, and then they got you in 19. Yeah, you got us bad 19. And then in 20, it was that weird—the weird COVID yeah, year. They got to, you know, uh, overtime, no field goals, all that stuff. And guys. then um, you get them for the first time since 2003 at um, at Minnesota. You make mm-hmm. the go-ahead touchdown. And then last year, back in Madison, you win it again. So it, it, it's turned back into a rivalry. I think it's like – I think it's – I don't know if it's 64, but I think it's 62 to 62 and 8. Or That's 64. it. That's what it is. 62 and 62 and 8. That's what a real rivalry is right think there, Think about man. that. That's awesome. I mean, they've played this 132 yeah. times. You're part of this now, yeah, right? I know. 132 times. I, I, I'm still – I always say this, and people, I'm sure, are sick of me saying it. The first time these two teams played was 1890. Like, I, how do you even – how do they even it's figure it out? It's the longest rivalry, isn't it? Yeah. That's and, awesome. And, but in 1890, how do you even know – 
what day to play. I mean, males, exactly. males barely. I've always, I've always there's no about cars. That. Always there's not a bus. That. There's no jets. I really wonder how football was back then. I mean, or like, I, if we could trade certain players for like, if we can really like go back in time and trade, like put like yeah. Michael Parsons back then. Oh man. Or like bring like a player back then and put him yeah. in this time. Like, how would it be? Or like, yeah. yeah. I always think about that. Like, I, especially this being like the longest rivalry or like the oldest rivalry. Like, how was it back yeah. then? Or like, what was the game like? What was the play calling? Well, so they so they started in 1890. The president of the United States, because college football was getting so intense, put a stop to rivalry games in 1906. Yeah. So 16 years later, that's why that's the one year they didn't play. Yeah. So it's still the longest continuous from 1907 on. That's never not been played. But it was so intense even back then. It's crazy. The president of the United States said Minnesota and Wisconsin can't play. Nuts, it's right? Crazy. So it's been that long. Um, and it's it's such a big rivalry. And you hit it right. 133 times, 62 Minnesota. 62 Wisconsin. Split even two with the And eight the ties. ties. That's and crazy. you have a chance to put Minnesota back up front this weekend. How important and how much are you looking forward to that opportunity? Um, it's, like I said, it's one of those things you dream of. We got a lot on the line. Um, we win this game. We get to extend our season, bring the axe back for the third time, put the axe in the pig in our, in our room for the first time, I think, in like 30-something years. Um, but it's you just can't think – when you – being a player in certain situations like this, you you know about all these like scenarios, you know about all these things that can happen and all these possibilities and chances. But as a player, we got like a job to do. So I have to like be locked in. I have to like keep my mind on a certain focus. I can't can I can play with emotion, but I can't be emotional. So um, I just gotta do my job, man. And if we, I feel like if we do our job, execute together, and players one, we will we'll keep the X for the third year. So then you just go grab it. But up until then, you can't really think about it, right? You, can't you just think gotta play. It. You gotta play ball. And stay in the present. Let me uh, read a quick note from our sponsor here, and we'll continue with uh, Chris Altman-Bell on episode 97. I want to talk about Affinity Plus for a moment. They are your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including right off campus in Minneapolis. They also have virtual connections. If you'd like, you can go to their webpage, affinityplus.org slash go gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, a proud sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast and supporting student athletes. They have uh, given Chris a $100 gift card for his appearance here. So our thanks to Affinity Plus. Thank you guys. Indeed. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, Chris Altman-Bell with us, episode 97. We've been talking a little about this game this weekend. It's senior day for you, um, and I don't know the answer to this. How many times have you walked now? <laughs> I walked in 21, uh, thinking I wasn't coming back. I had a talk with Coach, decided the best thing was to come back, and then I tore my ACL, so I just didn't walk. I stayed in the locker room because I knew I was coming back. Yeah. And then it should be my second time So walking. second time. Yeah. How emotional do you think you'll be? Um... 
I think I got all my tears out Monday when my mom sent me that letter. Yeah. But um, who knows, man? I'm, I'm going to try to keep my emotions straight come Saturday knowing that'll be my last time walking on TCF. Uh, well, Hudson Bank, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think I just got to keep my emotions straight. Um, I'll probably drop a tear there and it'll probably like lock me into the game. But uh, walking out and hopefully getting a, a cool little applaud from the, from, from the crowd, um, knowing I gave you guys everything I got for seven years, uh, I think it'll be awesome. Because I'm not going to lie, at first, um, I didn't plan on walking this year because, you know, seventh year, it's like you guys seen me walk before. Like, you guys know who I am. So it's, it's not what I don't, I don't want to be like the center of the show or not even that. Just I just don't want to, you know, um, just just do it. So I kind of had a talk with Flag and um, he kind of said, like, it's just like your last actual two time, like walking. So we 21, um, you came back 22. We knew you're coming back. So it's, but this is like your last final time. So um, me and my mom talked it over again. I was like, you know, I think we should walk this week because, you know, it's my last final time to, you know, show love to Minnesota and, and, and be appreciated my last time because this is it. So. Uh, so yeah. I decided to walk. That's awesome. It's been a good relationship with the uh, with you and the Gophers, the fans, the I coaches. I love the fans so much, man. Um, share what you want. Maybe you want to keep it totally private. What did your mom say in the letter? <laughs> it was a lot, man. Uh, I literally just got the video back today. Um, like I said. <laughs> there was a video, not a yeah, letter. Yeah, no, no, it's a video, but, like, they gave me letters because, uh, yeah. you know, they, I came in and did, like, the senior day questions and it's, like, the things that will be shown on, on the board before the game or, like, for the media. And um, they surprised me, and they said, well, they, like, led me into a question. They're like, well, since you said that, we got letters from your family. And I was like, whoa. So and then um, – I read my, like I said, I read my dad's, they, I, think, I think I think they set it up perfectly because yeah. they put both my dads before. You know, dads are like, they love you. They're there for you, but they're not as emotional as your mom, yeah. you know? So my both my dads were like a paragraph, like a small, like three, four little thing. But then my mom wrote a huge, like, and as soon as I seen it, I said, I literally said, I, I, I'm about to cry, guys. I don't know what it is. And then the first words where Christopher, you are like my life, you are my heart. And I just like ball. I started balling. I couldn't it took me like a minute to like actually get myself together. I just got chills having you say it. And it was yeah. just it's just like the thing she said, man, just like uh calling me her twin, which you are really look alike. Um just her saying like you were like one of the first loves in my life. Uh just how proud she is of me. Just like the things you do off the field, not even on the field is what makes me like so proud of you and how people come up to you and come up to me and tell me how great you are with kids and with their kids and how much you support people how much you care and just like show love to everybody just those things hearing that from your mom it just it hits different man and yeah. it's just it i i let the i, I was a uh, water flow and just let so many tears out but um um it's 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 it's, it's really emotional um i'm just i'm just grateful man and what she said in that letter i'll always keep i'll probably frame her forever because it's like that's my mother and yeah. just, she really means those things so um the letter was awesome man i love my dad's too as well i don't want my dad to think i'm not just showing yeah. them love but it's like it's just a different love, man. I'm a mama's boy too, as well. I was just so gonna like, say, like back in the day, people didn't want to be called mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy. I don't you care what it is. That, I don't yeah. care. I'll live and die by my mom. Um, whatever she needs, I'll do. Like I will do anything for my mother, man. I'm a, I've been a mama's boy. I've always been. Um, love my dad as well. The same, but I'm just a huge mama boy, man. And it's, that's just what it is about me. So um, that letter for sure. As soon as I seen it, I mean, as soon as I seen it, I started tearing up. I, I might not make it through it. So that, that's what it was. 
How many uh, family members will be here this weekend? Um, cool, 10 to 12. Um, like I said, I got some family members who are like busy, like my, my actual dad, not my actual dad, one of my dads. Biological, is, right? Yeah, yeah, my yeah. biological dad, sorry. He's uh, he's dealing with like a, a, a foot surgery, so he's getting like an infusion or something with his foot. Um, I got certain people back home who, has, who have jobs and have certain things going on, so um, I told them don't worry about it because I know I got plenty of football left in different places, so we can, we'll be fine, but um, I'm sure they'll tune in and watch. But I got like 10 to 12 coming this week, yeah. so. Um, um, we talked about the acts. We've talked about Wisconsin. I want to ask you about that Iowa game and what it meant um, because the, the video that's going around of you kind of just kind of wandering yeah. the stadium. I thought it was cool. I saw it on social media, you know, the night of maybe even. I think somebody tweeted it out. And I was thinking, you know, that, that has to be a cool, uh, you know, a cool feeling to know that, um, you know, it took a minute. It, and, and I know I watch you guys. I know what kind of work you pour into. It, it hurts. It like, hurts you so know, much. Some people, I think some people, well, they treated it like a Super Bowl. Yeah. They don't get it. I've seen so many comments like that. You know, that, they don't man. get it because they don't understand yeah. – First of all, people, you know, so you win the axe, great. Yeah. And then what's the next thing people say? Well, I'll go win the pig. Exactly. You try it, okay? Close, no good. Try it again, close, mm-hmm. not quite. And you guys are working every day, pouring your heart and soul into it. So I get why it's emotional. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that hit you. I had Brevin on the podcast last week, and he explained that, um, and and I, I kind of get emotional thinking about what you guys mean to each other. He said, because uh, I said that was a cool video of your of your teammate Chris Altman Bell, and he's like, you know, he was emotional because he was thinking about his teammates who who didn't quite get it done mm-hmm. previous. Talk 100%. about that a little bit. It, because, so it was it was about you, yeah. yes, but it was about I, others too. I seen so many comments where people were like, well, "Why is he crying? Like this is like their Super Bowl." Uh, uh, when people who don't understand how college football works and the brotherhood and just these rivalries that you play in, like. You work your hardest, obviously, to win all 12 games. But, like, those rivalry games are, like, the really more important ones, especially being here in Minnesota against Wisconsin and Iowa, like, the real border battle. It's like, this is, like, this is a real deal. Like, this is, like, a real, like... And I didn't understand this until I got here because I didn't know anything about the rivalries. But once you plan them and see how the seniors and people who are from Minnesota and the fans act, like, you really endure it and you really take it in. And it's like, I'm one of these guys now, so I have to feel the same way. So... Playing Iowa and beating Iowa. Um, in seventeen, I didn't travel. They went to seven. They went to Connecticut and, um, and lost. Played in eighteen, we lost at home. Nineteen, went to Connecticut again and, and and lost. Twenty twenty, they came here, blew us out. Twenty one, we went there, close one again, lost. Twenty two, had it, lost. And just to see the seniors and those guys leave on and not be able to touch a certain trophy, it hurts. Especially like some guys touch the axe. I know some guys way before. Like I, uh, I was talking to um, Trav the other day, the old DB here. Yeah, and he never got to see the axe, but I have, and it's like he understands that feeling because he got to see the pig so many times, but he never seen the axe. Only thing I've seen was the axe. So like when I won that pig, like those tears came flowing for like older guys, man, and guys who who moved on, who never got to touch it, and like those guys can come back and actually see it and touch it now, and it's just one of those things, man. I, I'm so grateful to be a part of rivalry. Man, because it just makes the it makes college football so much better. Like this whole week of college football and like these rivalry games, it yeah. just makes so much better and it's make everything just such more intense and just brings so much love and care. It's not not love and care, but it just brings so much like just enthusiasm and just just fun to the game, man. Like it's just amazing. So for me to bring that pig home, not me, our team to bring that pig home and just do it for those guys who moved on, it's an amazing feeling, man. Who were you thinking about when you were thinking about the emotions? <sighs> Rodney Smith, uh, Tyler Johnson, um, Kamal. Martin, uh, Carter Coughlin, 
uh, Coach Winston, uh, a yeah. lot of guys, man, guys that I played with, guys who were in the locker room with me, guys who I used to, you know, BS with in the locker room, and like just that brotherhood, man. Like people, people don't understand how much work we really put in. And like how hard we work just to and win. It means something. It means something. It's like I said, like you want to win all twelve games for sure. Each game matters. It's always a one and no season in that game. But like when it comes to Iowa and Wisconsin, man, like those games mean like uh, just a little bit more, man, because this is for the fan. This is for the state. Like it's a border battle. So for me to get it in seven years, man, it was some. It was the, one of the best feelings ever. Even though I didn't, I literally I had no stats in the game. But we won, and I was a part of that. And like, I helped my teammates do what they were supposed to do during that game. So it was amazing. Yeah, and Brev said that he was able to FaceTime a couple of guys. I know that it was a good meeting, a virtual meeting with him and Cole Keeft. And yeah. Cole was excited. Did you did you get some FaceTime yeah, time? Yeah, man. I FaceTimed Mo. I was there when he FaceTimed Cole, man. Just it's, a, it's just one of the greatest feelings ever, man, to like sit back, uh, spark a cigar in, 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 the, in the away <laughs> locker room and just sit there, man, just like, wow. Wow, we did it! Like the pig and just seeing it there. That, that trophy's heavy, man. Like yeah. I never believed 98 it. Ninety-eight pounds, man, but it really yeah. is heavy, man. And um, man, I, I get chills thinking about it because yeah. it's like it's awesome, man. Because some people really before me, some of my brothers and alumni before me, they never got to see it. So I got to see literally the the bell, the axe, and the pig. I just yeah. never got to see the uh, the jug. The jug. That's yeah. it. What um, was that bus ride like coming back from the Iowa bus City? rides are amazing? Like man. a four and a half hour bus, it's five amazing. Hour bus ride. Obviously, you die out of like excitement and, and, and uh, just because everyone falls asleep or gets tired. But like when you first go on the bus, man, it's music playing, it's people jumping around. It's like, man, we did it. It's <laughs> awesome, man. It's one of the best feelings ever, man. Um, I've always remember like the bus ride back from 18 in, in Wisconsin. I'm awesome, man. That bus ride back and then come back to the indoor where the whole, all the fans. Waiting. Yeah. One of the best feelings ever. Um, but that bus drive back man I, I think people people who have rivals man I think they should bust to the games man. Yeah. it just makes it so much funnier man like that drive back after beating your rival it's awesome man yeah. it's like a different feeling than flying back for sure people ask a lot you know because I've been here a while um you know what? What's your some of my favorite moments? And and I think the Penn State game was amazing. Mm-hmm. That probably is my favorite moment. You had a touchdown in that game. Rashad had that opening touchdown. It was maybe for me on the radio one of my favorite calls when he's going down the sideline. I said the yeah, some gone legendary calls. Clear, you man. know, you got some legendary. It was calls. great. But that eighteen game at Wisconsin because of similar to what you guys experienced at Iowa, the thing had been just built up the uh, the pent up frustration. And and in the Wisconsin situation, there were some games before you got here that, you know, they weren't that competitive. Yeah. At least with you guys in Iowa, man, that the, part of why that hurt was you had a couple of those games ready to win. It was a couple of those games win. where like a, score, like a score right? away or like a play away where it hurts us so bad. Right. So that Wisconsin deal, plus there was another factor to me. You guys put it away like early fourth quarter. And so just to just – you're just playing that last just quarter, play, and you're just knowing, knowing that it's, that you're it's one of it. the best feelings yeah. ever, man. I, that, that that I love that game. It is. It was yeah. one of the best ever, man. I, I kind of, <laughs> I remember it was a safety over there, and um, I was kind of trash talking him, <laughs> kind of like in the fourth quarter. I was like, man, you're a senior, huh, man? He was like, yeah. I was like, man, that sucks. You can't take the X home, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, man, good. It was bad. Yeah. I obviously said, like, some other things. Yeah, yeah. But I said it. I yeah, just yeah. kind of broke it down in a nice way. But um, it's, it's, it's what you live for, man. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, 
But when it comes to, like, this game this week, I know they got people over there telling those guys, like, man, like, screw the seniors, man. Ruin their season. Yeah. Ruin their yeah, – that's, that's just how it is. It's just college football. Like, yeah. it's just the competitiveness. So, <laughs> um, I, we all feel the same, man. But um, I'm sure it will be an exciting one this week, and I'm so excited to play in it this it, last time. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited for it, too. And, it, it, you know, it, it um, like you say, the, the axe is there. It's a rivalry. You can get to bowl eligibility. At the end of the day, for you and your teammates, you just got to go out and do your job, that's right? That's it. I mean, that's the, that's that's the plan. Um let me ask you a couple of questions specific to Wisconsin. Um, what do you see from them? Um, I know they have a new coaching staff, maybe some schematic. I mean, personnel a lot mm-hmm. similar, but schematically they're a little different, right? Yeah, they, um, they're a great defense. They've always been a great defense. Um, when it comes to Wisconsin, man, and teams like them, you can't beat yourself. You beat yourself, they'll, they'll get you. You got to um, be great with details. You got to execute. You got to know not to beat yourself in this play ball, but they fly around on defense. Um, the front seven or the whole box, they're amazing. Uh, DBs are nice, very athletic, and fly around and guard. So um, we got a lot to handle, and we got a lot to do. So um, just got to go to work, finish out this week strong, and I can't wait to compete against them. Yeah, and go get uh, Paul Bunyan's ex. Um, exactly. Your season, um, statistically, is probably not what you wanted. But, again, you kind of got thwarted early. You're coming back from the knee injury, and you're yeah. feeling great. And then what if the hamstring, you get a hamstring. Yeah. Kind of take me through how you've navigated yeah, sure. the season here. Um, so I remember during uh, Big Ten Media Day, I, I felt good. I thought, I thought I was good. I was working my way back in during camp. I was working in and out, making plays. Like I scored in camp, and it felt good. My body felt great. Looked great. It felt great. Um, everything was working itself out. And then literally a week and a half before the Nebraska game, um, my body just started to, like, started acting weird um, my left side my left hamstring was kind of like overcompensated from like my right side my right side was stronger than my left so my left side just started being a little weird and my hamstring was kind of tight but I, I I wanted to play through it because you know it's my last year I'm a tough guy I can it's fine like no matter what but at the same time when I say I want to play through certain things I don't want to hurt my team as well and be out there and, and, and give a, a half effort or, or hurt my teammates in that way so um Coach Simon did a, a great thing for me. Let me start my last game against Nebraska, and then he pulled me out immediately. But um, I just battled a lot of things, man. Um, it just it stuck with me for a while um, during Nebraska, Eastern Michigan, and Northwestern game, Louisiana. Um, I think I played no, no, in the Northwestern one, but then uh, I resetted my knee. I like I got tripped up some way somehow. My knee just couldn't straighten, so I had to sit out uh, another couple weeks after that. So then um, I think after that. I think after Northwestern, we played Michigan. And then we yeah. had a bye week after that, so I had some time to uh, get myself right. But um, I just took time during that during the bye week and, like, during those weeks as well. Like, I wasn't practicing. I was just working on my body, uh, getting my hamstring right, getting my knee back right so I can play against Iowa. And Iowa, I felt great. Um, and the rest of the season, I felt great. So um, this is a big shout-out to uh, Troy, who's on the strength staff, all the strength coaches, Joe as well in the training room. Joe has been, like, my big brother for seven years in all my injuries. I've worked with him. Um, I love Joe to death man and Joe deserves all the credit because without Joe Great a lot dude. of a lot of our players wouldn't be where they are and Joe helps us get our minds right he helps us get our bodies back and um I can say something about Troy as well um so one of my favorite strength conditioning guys left he went to uh Kent with uh, Coach Burns, Jake, and I was very, I was sick because, you know, especially me being on the injury card, he deals with all the, Jake deal with all the injury guys, and I remember Jake working out Rodney, getting Rodney back in 19, working out Mo, getting Mo back from his Achilles, I was like, I can't, I'm just, I'm just excited to work with, with Jake, and Coach Troy comes from New York, uh, <laughs> big buff guy, man, and 
he's one of the coolest guys and I love Troy to death as well because Troy helped me back during that bye week and he helped me get back to myself so he yeah. deserves a lot of credit as well and um, I love him and, and Joe to death man because they helped me get back to where I was so and then from the Iowa game on to now um, I've been back to myself and feeling right so feel good now right feel great. you look great um, how much I mean physical obviously mental too you had to get your mind I mean, just in terms of being 100%. confident with your yeah, body 100% because it's like a thing where it's like it's your last year for sure um I don't know if anyone knew this, but uh, at the end of the, uh, if I sat out the bye week, I would have had a chance to come back. And like, if I just, I just couldn't play the rest of the season. Yeah. But I, I don't know, eighth year is crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I just got to move on at this point, <laughs> you know. So um, just to sit there, man, and you know, dealing with certain things in your head, you're battling demons because it's like this is your last year. Um, you haven't played a game yet. You have no catches. You have no yards. You have nothing to show for. It's kind of one of those things you just battle with yourself. But you gotta understand that you know what I'm saying God has your timing. So I can't I can't put it in perspective like what I want for myself because it's all whatever. No matter what, God is in control. I just gotta follow His lead. So um, no matter what, man, uh, I definitely dealt with a lot of mental things, but I overcome it all because it's like you got it can be way worse. I'm not I'm not starving. I'm not dealing with a disease. I'm not dealing with this and that. So I just had to put myself in a different perspective and keep going. And um after I thought about that, I just I've been just enjoying life and enjoying this just my last year as well. So yeah. like this and you think about what you've been through through the whole thing, all the way back to your injured uh, thumb in, in high school. You I mean, you've been tested. Yeah. I mean, how do you? F- I, I, you have to feel battle tested, yeah. and like you can handle stuff. Yeah, because um, when it comes to the sport, you can't control injuries. You can't control what happens to you. You just gotta go out and have fun and, and, and let it rip. Because you never know it can be your last play. You never know it can be anything. So, um, when it comes to injuries, man, like I like I hear a lot of things like I'm injury prone and this and that. I I, I can't control those things, man. I take right. I know what I do. I hydrate. I take care of my body. I do as much as I can to to keep these things limited. Uh, if certain things happen, man. It's out of your control. Like you can't control those things, man. You can control the response. You can. That's all you can do. And I, everything I battle. If you've done that, and, and I've battled back from each. I I literally battled back from each injury and each uh, obstacle and just overcame it. So um, it's, it's just one of those things, man, where I feel like it's prepared me for life. And outside of football, whatever comes later on in life, like I feel like this program and everything that I've been through, every injury has set me up to just overcome it and just, you know, take a head on. Uh, two weeks ago, Purdue, not the outcome you wanted, but that touchdown right before halftime looked like number seven, right? Yeah. That's the number seven we love. Get Pin that ball, get it up there. <laughs> how, how did that – Getting that touchdown, what was that um, like? I I wouldn't I, I don't want to say like I had to make up for it, but I dropped the one before. I, it was it was a way easier catch. I don't know how. Literally, I made that catch in twenty one, like the exact same play in twenty one. It that was exact same at, spot. at Purdue, yeah. right? Yeah. So it was like it was kind of like nostalgic for me, and I was like, oh, I got to make this. And I dropped it, overthinked it, and I'm on the sideline, and you know, Coach Simon's kind of hard on me. Um, which is I, which I need. He comes over to me, gets in my face, and he's just like, "You got to make those plays, man. They could have helped us out." Because if I make that play before and then make the second play as well, it's a different ball game. You know, it can be a, a story changer. So, um, but that catch, man. Uh, like I said, it it proved a lot to myself. Because um, I don't like, I don't have, I don't have to prove anything to anyone else. I don't care what anyone else has to say to me because opinion of sheep or anything like that it doesn't mean anything to me. So. That catch, I proved it to myself. And when I got up from the ground, I was I just looked at the crowd and I was like, I, like I'm back. Like I, I've, I've never left. Like I've always been here. I just had I needed my opportunity. So that catch, it, it did something for me inside because it was like, bro, you're still him. Like you're still that guy. Like you, you still can make these plays. So um, I'm just grateful. Ethan threw a great ball. Um, I could have brought it down with two hands. I should have brought it down with two hands instead. But 
I'm just grateful for moments like that, man, because yeah. it was just like an awesome moment to be able to bounce back and get a touchdown and, and, and make a play and show that you can still be him. So And you got another shot this weekend to exactly. make one or two or three. or Hopefully we can make it eight more, or nine, right? ten, yeah. and keep it going. Man. No doubt, no doubt. Well, um, this is it's a special group of, of guys here. This this group of, of guys that have come through uh, has been amazing, and you're right there. I mean, it's just so fun to watch, and uh, man, uh, we, we love you, and that's all we can I say. I love you guys, yeah. man, without a question. Awesome. Without a question. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, man. There he is, Chris Ottman-Bell. It's episode 97. Episode 97 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Cub is one of our primary sponsors here on the Go Gopher podcast. We thank them for their support. Cub is the official grocer of the Gophers. We're also sponsored by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and please right now click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link of the podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. We'll talk again next week. 